Hi, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and I have a briefing for you. It's called From You, From Me, and On Purpose. Good morning, good afternoon, and in case I don't see you, good night. That always makes me smile. Here's a note from one of you, altered slightly for anonymity. Thanks for your recent messages on the topic of purpose. I'm really struggling with that. I feel kind of stuck in my job. I need it financially for my family, but I know I was made by God to do something with more impact on the world. I want to make God proud of me, and I don't believe I am doing that now. I have a great wife and two awesome little boys, so I know I am a good husband and dad, but I want to be more than that. I am praying that God will help me find my purpose and give me the courage to go after it when I see it. Well, first of all, I am sure that being a loving Christian husband and dad do make God proud to use his word, but I get what he's talking about. We talked about joy recently and then plunged into the pool of purpose. There is joy within the pool of purpose. You see, I have come to experience the greatest joy by discovering and living out my God-given purpose. May I share it with you? Perhaps my story will help you see how God births his vision for purposeful living leads, and guides. I was one of those old souls as a teenager, in some respects, and desired to be obedient to God's will and call, though, yes, I lived in the world and struggled to not be of the world. Really, my life has been a constant project of spiritual transformation, learning to become more who God intended me to be, forward, back, at a standstill, side to side. I have been a constantly moving, living sacrifice, often tossed about by circumstances and my own whim. Romans 12.1 Scripture promises that if we ask God for wisdom, He will give it to us, and keen insight comes from wisdom. Surely, one of the greatest insights of my life is the discovery of my God-given purpose. That discovery process spanned the better part of a decade, with regular leading by my gracious Lord. You see, as a believer desires to grow in her faith, she needs to immerse herself in the things of God, not because she has to, but because it is the desire of her heart. A regular time in God's Word, a growing prayer life, corporate worship, and involvement in a community of authentic believers. Those are the basics, the non-negotiables for good finding growth. Jesus said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, Mark 12, 30. That translates to relationship with God and serving others out of love and devotion for God, all to glorify God. I love what the Westminster Catechism says, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Ah, yes. So, does that mean serving just anywhere? Well, it might, at first. The point is to surrender your will to God and ask Him to use you. And then when He leads you, follow Him. Your starting point will not likely be your end point. But you have to get your feet wet. So just start somewhere. Get off the bench and get in the game. In my story, about 15 years ago, just before my Dylan was born, I joined a mom's group at church and became a committed participant in the small community of women. That alone grew my experience with God. But then I was asked to lead a small group, and that grew me even more. Eventually, I assumed the leadership of the whole group. When we moved to a new town, I started a similar group, Mom's Connection. And 15 years later, it thrives, though I now live 450 miles away. 
Our move, nine plus years ago, transplanted us from Northern California to Southern California. So, you guessed it, I started another group, Women of Passion. This one with a broader focus for all women to grow closer to God and each other. I also transitioned from leader of topical Christian books to writing Bible studies for the groups I led. I moved from facilitator to Bible teacher because of how God worked in me and matured me as I served Him. Do you see the progression? I remember how nervous I was at the beginning to speak in front of my women or in front of the church and how God graciously made me more and more comfortable. Slowly but surely, God unpacked His plan for me and narrowed my field of service, too. Tomorrow, in a note from Christine, you will read the unexpected chapter he has written in the last couple years, and it is pretty darn exciting. Well, the process of discovering and living out your God-given purpose might be pictured as a wide mouth funnel. At the beginning, there are different serving experiences and interests, and then as you are faithful in serving and seeking to fulfill God's will, your serving becomes more and more focused. And then, past experiences, including difficult times, failings, and trials, education, talents, spiritual gifts, and God's leading, narrow the focus more until you are serving in your greatest area or areas of gifting, fulfilling your God-given purpose. Ah, as my surfer friends say, it is rad! Knowing your purpose produces joy, and there is nothing like it in all of the world. It causes the fruit of the Spirit, joy, to find a home in you. You know how Eric Liddell felt when he said, God made me fast, and when I run, I feel his pleasure? When I am teaching, I feel God's pleasure. When I am writing about the things of God, I feel God's pleasure. When I see the lights of a person's soul come on, I feel God's pleasure. And then, when I read God's words, for I know the plans I have for you, I am able to say, Yes, Lord, I know your purpose for me. Thank you, God, for using me in spite of me. You have a God-given purpose for living, and you can discover it and live it out. Now that is good news, isn't it? Diligently seek God, delight yourself in Him, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37.4 tells us that. Live your life on purpose, my dear friends. If you'd like to see a hard copy of this, you can go to pastorwoman.com.